Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It's a little bit of uh, former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley speaking at the debate last night in Alabama. The four Republican candidates were on the stage. Former President Donald Trump was not there. This is the fourth debate for Republican candidates. Joining us now on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline is Bloy Olson with The Morning Take. Did you get a chance to see it, see some clips, any big highlights from it? Yeah, I mean, I think I think what... It- is interesting is that as the field has shrunk and this is natural the all kind of uh, attention was faced on one person nikki haley and i think uh vivek and uh desantis believe that you know she's the one preventing one of them from getting through they may also believe that that she is possibly the one who could break through and defeat trump i mean it's still an uphill battle for any of them but um, but I think that the debate just showed that uh, by the time you get to the fourth one, there's not much left to say about your own ideas. Instead, you want to talk about everybody else's bad ideas. And um, I don't know. It, it was like considered a mini series with an with it's not getting better as it goes. It's gotten not necessarily uh, it's gotten worse from a from a discussion and a debate standpoint going forward. Okay, good to get your perspective on that. All right, we're talking about the uh, rebate checks getting taxed by the federal government, taking uh, texts on this. Some people tell me um, to just calm down about it. (laughs) Redirect your energy to another issue, Julie in Excelsior says. Another person says, I'm surprised about the outrage of getting taxed on these tiny little rebate checks. The real outrage should be about getting overtaxed on an ongoing basis that costs Minnesota families thousands each year. What did you think of this deal? Did it surprise you at all? And the governor sounds pretty furious about it. Look, I I think uh, most polls have shown and conversations I've had across the state is that when you have $19 billion and very few people get a rebate check, there was already frustration. So those people who got rebate checks now to be taxed on it um, – that yeah, there there's people, but but the majority. Let's remember the majority of the state did not get a rebate check. So I think the majority of the state's gonna be like, well, I didn't even get a check. So if you got a check and you're getting taxed, meh. Um, I think the governor's outrage was a little faux. I think it can't be for a tax on these checks. So what are you gonna be? You're gonna be against it, and um, and, and it's there. I think the real news that came out of yesterday's forecast was that we have budget shortfalls in the future and the spending that was put in last year 
and the ongoing programs that are in the budget are going to require one of two things, most likely, not next year, but in two of the years, and that's going to be either budget cuts or tax increases. And so um, after years of surpluses, I think, you know, between, you know, blowing 19 billion and taxes, there's going to be a different discussion on the horizon, but it's probably two or three years away. You've got an interesting uh, thing here in your early edition of The Morning Take to me, just uh, different interest groups, officials reacting to the projected $2.4 billion surplus and how it should be spent. Yeah, everybody always sends out a statement on this, especially when there's a surplus because they want more money or they want to prioritize from mental health to hospitals to the business community. So, yeah, everybody has a reaction to the surplus. I just think that normal Minnesotans are like, oh, look, we have another surplus. We won't get any back, so let's go forward. And Democrats made it a strategy. They left money potentially on the bottom line in case they can't get the two-thirds necessary to pass a bonding bill this year, then they want to pay cash for it. And Republicans, especially with only a one-seat deficit in the Senate, can really play politics with that bonding bill. So I think that's where you're going to see kind of the battle lines drawn coming into this next session. Okay. Anything else we should look for? And I know we're looking forward to uh, the Sunday take. What do you got coming up talking about? I think we'll talk about the budget. Um, I'm hoping to have a state budget official on. We'll talk about those out years uh, because the spending in education and in human services is going to be increasing kind of exponentially. Remember, they tied it to inflation. And so uh, that's going to if in if revenue collections don't keep up with inflation, which they probably don't all the time, you you are going to have some shortfalls in the future. And that creates some budgeting challenges. Uh, you talk about, uh, you kind of outline here the United States Postal Service. I talked to Representative Angie Craig yesterday about this and what they're working to do to make it more efficient. I got uh, ripped by a listener uh, who said I didn't ask her if we even need the Postal Service anymore. Is that is that kind of a growing sentiment by people of just not even having the Postal Service? I haven't heard that sentiment. Okay, okay. okay. I really, I haven't heard that sentiment. Okay. I think, I, I still think the Postal Service is pretty amazing that for, I don't even know what a stamp is now, but for a buck, you can mail to anybody in the country and it gets there, mostly. Um, <laughs> my service has actually improved in the last few months, yeah. so I think they're still having challenges, but um, I think it, uh, I think they have made progress. Okay. Uh, where can we get the morning take, boys? Go to fluence-newsletters.com. You can sign up right there. You sign up before 7. You'll get today's edition. Fabulous. We'll be listening on Sunday. Thank you. Yep. Bye. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.